0: Welcome, everybody, to the Overcomers Approach, where we get together and have honest, transparent conversations uh, to talk about life, to talk about overcoming, to talk about dreams and hope. Uh, This evening, I have my husband, James E. Magoo McGregor, with us. Say hello, dear. Hello, dear. (laughs) And we are going to talk about our marriage, okay? And we are not perfect people. There's
1: nobody perfect.
0: There's nobody perfect.
1: We're all striving for perfection.
0: That's right. Striving for perfection, honey. That's it. Exploring the possibilities. Uh, and tonight we're going to talk about how we met. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll allow you to tell your version of the story, honey.
1: Ladies first.
0: Oh, no, honey, you go first. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, we met at church. Uh-huh. Uh, the church that we were attending at the time was Living Word Church uh, in St. Paul. Pastor
0: Ford and his lovely wife. Um, yeah, that's where we met. That is where we met. We met at Living Word Yeah, in St. Paul, Minnesota. St. Paul, Minnesota. Yes. And I was attending the church. I had just moved back to St. Paul, Minnesota, and I needed a church that was close to home. And I decided to make Living Word my home. Okay. Yes. And every time I would go to church, I would notice this man kind of checking me out. uh, And he was sitting closer and closer to where I was sitting. (laughs) 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 And I was like, who's this man? Uh, mm, I was like, I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm here to meet the Lord. (laughs) okay yes 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 and that's your version um that is the beginning of the story but you can finish it off honey or you could tell your version
1: that's pretty good i mean i seen you there and um i think i knew instantly that you were my wife so uh instantly well not instantly okay not instantly okay um But there was something
0: about you. Your aura was very special. The aura. What what color was it? Was I glowing? I don't know about
1: glowing, but.
0: Okay. (laughs) 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 My aura, okay, was special.
1: It was very special, yes.
0: I, I love it. Okay. And so I know that you must have seen me in the church because I noticed you at church, you know. Looking at me. Oh, did you? I did. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I w- I was looking out the corner of my, eye. you know, I'm the queen <laughs> of checking people out at the corner, you know, in my eye. So I was I was like, okay, what's up? What's going on here?
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, no, I noticed you at church. Um, tried to speak to you, but you would get out of church very fast. So uh-huh. you, once they dismissed, it was. <laughs> gone um i think i labeled you or not labeled you but started calling you speed racer nikki yes you did so i think i was i was working for pit boy at the time uh okay. we were on and off tours and i was reaching out to my brother god rest his soul, quest and i was reaching out to him and saying, "Hey, did she come to church?" When I would be out of town, when I'd be on the road, he, and he would text me yep, "The queen is here. She's here." <laughs> so then, when I would come back in town, you'd be at church, and of course, I would try to talk to you when you were after church, but you would be gone. So then, you'd just—I'd run outside. You'd be in your car, just gone, speed racing
0: by me. And I, yeah, I remember that. I ran I out the gone. church, jumped in the jeep. I've seen you run out and you were like, and I was like.
1: Yep. So <laughs> I think I got your information from another good brother. God rest his soul is a uh, Will Wesley's father. Yes. Uh, Will senior. And um, he had told me a little bit about you and he was like, yeah, you guys would be a great match. And uh, I think he gave me your information and that's how I reached out to him. So.
0: Yeah. Look the at the
1: rest is history. The
0: rest is history. Look at God. And I knew Will years ago. Is Will right? senior. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. And so good man. And absolutely so absolutely good man. Divine orchestration is what we call it. And so the rest is history.
1: The rest is we're still making history.
0: Yes, we are. We're still writing the story and the chapter of our life. Yes. We're we are. still on this journey evolving and growing. With that, what do you think that people need to do to prepare for marriage? Um,
1: it's a mindset, I, I do believe. It's uh-huh. a mindset. Um, I think you also need to be intentional with your prayers and what you ask for from God. In I a, agree. In a, in, a, in a spouse, in a helpmate. In mm-hmm. a friend, in a wife, right, got to be intentional,
0: right, about your
1: prayers, right, about what you're seeking. Yes. So,
0: yeah, um, I would say for me, I, I agree with the intentional with prayers because I was being very intentional as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I was writing the vision uh, before I even met you. I was preparing myself for. Uh, my husband, before I met you. So you were writing a vision about me? Yeah, I was writing a vision about my husband. Okay. Yeah, so... And was it detailed? It was detailed. To and I,
1: detailed to what?
0: It wasn't specific. I just wanted a man of God, a okay. man who loved God, who had a purpose and a mission. These. It wasn't a list. You know, sometimes I think people get caught up in lists, like you got to be this tall and you got to make this much That was not my vision.
1: Gotcha.
0: My vision was my husband had to have purpose and we could build and grow together. Okay. And so it wasn't really even a list. I just, I needed a man who was a believer. Gotcha. Yeah. And I believe once a man is accountable to God and he walks into his purpose. Okay. And I fit all those. You fit the criteria. You exceeded (laughs) the criteria. (laughs) So... (laughs) Um, But I believe what people should do to prepare for marriage is um, we all come from different walks of life and uh, we are not a monolith of people. We all come with, you know, some baggage and history, some trauma or whatever that is. I I think it's very important to do the work before you get married. You're still going to do the work when you are married. But I think, you know, if you need to get therapy, if there's some things you need to walk through deliverance in, if. There's some self-love that you need to do. Cause before I met you, I was taking myself out on dates. I was pampering myself. Is that right? Oh yeah. Yes. I was loving on Nicole. Okay. Yeah. Before I met you. Okay. So um that way, you know, when 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 we met, you know, then there was a sense of security and wholeness that I had about Nicole before I met you. So I think if people do that work and continue to do the work in the marriage. I think that's part, half the battle. Got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, anything else besides being intentional with your prayers?
1: No, uh-huh. intentional with your prayers and preparing yourself. Okay. You know, like you said. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. We had premarital counseling before we got married. Yep. Do with you? The... Pastor Moore. Pastor Moore. Jehovah. Amazing. Jaira, Church of God in Christ. And you're going to say he's amazing? Yeah, he's amazing. Absolutely. Yes. And we had premarital counseling uh, prior to us getting married. Um, And I think that was really, really helpful. What did you find beneficial about premarital counseling? Um,
1: It was definitely beneficial from the approach that he took Mm -hmm. um, in us understanding each other. Mm-hmm. Um, understanding the foundation of what our marriage would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and we come from a blended family, so mm-hmm. you've got two kids, I've got four yeah, and we've got three grandkids between the two of us. So how did that look and how mm-hmm. we would approach that? He basically walked us through that and mm-hmm. helped us with that. Um. So I would definitely recommend uh, premarital counseling to anybody that's thinking about getting married or getting ready to get married. So
0: I agree. I agree. Do you remember what we scored 100% in on our test? We took a test before we got before we got married. It was a premarital test, and we hit we scored at, at different levels, but we scored 100 on one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? Do you remember
1: honey? <laughs> um, what was it? It was, uh, I think it was either faith or spirituality or something like that. It was
0: that. Oh, okay. And he said that yeah. that was going to be the glue. What did what did we <laughs> what did we score low on? That's what that's the question. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we scored low.
1: We had to have
0: scored low. We we okay we 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 the lowest, but it was a low. It was uh money. Is that right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he had some words to tell you, and I'm not gonna tell your business. <laughs> and 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 it, we had we scored lower on money for different reasons. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna. Well, yeah. Okay. So we went into our marriage and knowing where we needed to do, where we needed to do some work on.
1: Yes.
0: And that was money. Gotcha. And he also said that um there was two. Th- one thing that, um, but money just
1: hold that thought okay, so we're gonna money, hold the that money could be money is the issue. I mean, yeah, communication, yep, sex, yes, and finance, yes, those are the top three. Top three. So, yes, if you can't communicate about money,
0: yes, that's an issue, it's definitely an issue. And he told us that, uh, money and sex, right, were the two things. That could lead to a marriage not working out. Absolutely. So we knew what where we had to do the work in and gotcha. where we had to grow in. Right. And I appreciated him uh explaining that to us. Right. You know. Yeah. And he, and making
1: us talk through it as well. And
0: making us talk through it because it was uncomfortable. For me in some areas.
1: Definitely uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Wasn't uncomfortable for me. <laughs>
0: well, it was uncomfortable because I, I had come from a survival mindset. Okay. And my mindset has definitely changed. Gotcha. And the survival mindset just had to do with me and, you know, how I kind of lived life yep. based on having to survive and having to be strong. Gotcha. Uh, which did not leave room for growth mindset or kingdom mindset. Or prosperity mindset. Okay. My mind has definitely shifted in that area. Uh, and I'm very grateful for that. Okay. Yeah. Um, he did say that there was one thing that a spouse should never deny. Well, a wife should not deny a husband ever. Do you remember what he said?
1: I don't recall that. What was it?
0: Sex? He said it was sex. Oh, right. right, right, right. Okay. Okay. And that was new for me, but. Right. Yeah, but something that was on the table before we got married.
1: Right.
0: Yes. He's amazing. He is amazing. Did a great job. Excellent job. We are still here 10 years later. Glory to God. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> All right. So with that I think that uh, when you are a part of a blended family, you have to not be a selfish person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you go into a blended family and it being all about you, um, I think it would be difficult to to make that work. Yep. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. And you want to expand on that at all or no or? No, you just have to
1: go into it with open mindset, mm-hmm. um, open heart, open arms, and um just be willing to love, you yep. know, yeah, and grow and sow seeds. Yes. So um, you know, you can't replace you never came into our marriage with the mindset that you're gonna replace no my kid's mm-hmm. mother Mm-mm. and I replace your kids as their father. Correct. So mindset was just to be myself. Right. And share my testimony, share my journey Mm -hmm. in life. And if they pose questions, Mm -hmm. um, then I respond to those questions. But just with the mindset to sow seeds, you know, and help them grow through life. Right.
0: So. I agree. And that was a growing process for us. And, yes. and we're still walking on that journey yep. and our kids are beautiful and they're evolving to what God created them to be. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, just having that uh, acknowledgement and having that awareness, I think, has helped us greatly. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. And with that, we're almost coming in, closing in on our end of our conversation. Okay. Um, what do you feel that um, we're uh, seasoned people? Uh, we're seasoned? We're young seasons. Okay. Young seasons. <laughs> and with that, we're still living life fully. We're still dreaming. We're still... M- making goals and pursuing them and we are still we have a vision we're thinking generational legacy for not only our children but grandchildren and their children um with that do you think that what keeps us dreaming like what do you think keeps us going you know because it ain't over we're still full of purpose what
1: keeps me dreaming or what keeps you dreaming or what keeps us dreaming what keeps you dreaming first Uh, what keeps me dreaming Um, to have my kids set up my kid kids set up yeah for life mm-hmm. so when they approach our age or they become adults mm-hmm they don't have to i don't want to say but yeah i'll say it work is hard yeah but be better prepared to Correct. take on life right financially and mentally yes and spiritually yes so that is what i'm working for also with other kids that i mentor yeah um that's the same seed that i'm sowing in them yeah and Letting them know that you can have a plan A, but also have a plan B, C, D, E, and F. Yes. And how to attain those those other job skills that will get you to, you know, yeah, living a healthy and successful life.
0: But it all starts with a mindset. I so. agree. I agree, and I would say uh, my dream is similar. In that, I'm thinking about generational legacy, holistically, physically, emotionally, and spiritually,
1: Yep.
0: Uh, breaking any type of generational curses, and really moving towards gen- generational blessings and legacy. Gotcha. And I think as, uh, as a whole, um, when we are no longer here, that our kids will reap the benefits of the seeds that we left for them. Absolutely. And, and that may be in prosperity, that may be in spirit, yeah. that may be, um, but just so that they can reach back. And when they call out our names, you know, James, Papa, Nicole, Mama, Grandma, that that will resonate with them um, for years to come.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. And so that is definitely something that I think about when I think about generational legacy. Yes. Awesome. Yes. What inspirational, because I know everybody knows who you are. You're very humble. Everybody
1: doesn't
0: know who I am. Well, a lot of people know who you are. But if they don't, if they don't know who you are, (laughs) I don't know. Um, You're just the king in my eyes, honey. You know, you're just the king. Okay, so what's the question? The king is, (laughs) um, you're very humble. You have a big heart. Your leader, Um, but what has um, continues to inspire you? What continues to keep you going? I know you had to overcome to get to the point that you are today, and I'm sure you had to overcome a number of things. But what has continues to inspire you to push forward if there's a closed door, if somebody says no? Or you're not worth that much. Or just, there's just things we all deal with in life when there's a closed door.
1: Right.
0: Yep. And we all experience those. Yep. Even you do. I do. You know, at times. What keeps you going to, to where you know your value and your worth and you just overcome that? What what keep, what keep what, What's in you to do that?
1: Honestly, I would say waking up every morning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: With the gift of life. Yes. It's so valuable. Time is the most precious commodity that we have.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and to realize what your purpose is, yeah, and to acknowledge God as the head of your life is life, life itself, just being able to wake up in the morning. Open your eyes and hit the ground and have no regrets on just going after your your goals and your dreams with reckless abandonment. I is, love that. Is is motivation.
0: Yes. So I love for that. me anyways. For me. No, I love it. For reckless abandonment. Absolutely. I love that. Ain't nobody coming to save you. No. No one's coming to save so, us. So,
1: if you can't utilize those twenty-four hours in a day that you're mm-hmm. blessed with, then yeah,
0: yeah. Well, thank you, honey. That encourages, inspires me, uh, and mine is very similar. Oh, um, here we go. Her very similar. Very similar. <laughs> very similar. <laughs> you're gonna piggyback off of what I just said. Um. You? Well, I'm not gonna piggyback. What I will say is that. Life is precious yep. because I've seen and experienced so much death in loved ones yep. and people close to me. I don't sweat the small stuff, but I also know time is money. Money is time. It's precious and it's valuable. And we got to make every second count if we can. Yep. And just take time for self care, uh, taking care of ourselves and nurturing ourselves. And keeping God at the center of our marriage and our family. Absolutely. Same. Yes. And with that, thank you for joining us for the Overcomers Approach. I am so grateful my husband joined me today. This is partially why I love him, because he's a humorous man and he keeps me laughing. I'm very serious. And he is very serious. He ain't playing. He's serious. <laughs> <laughs> and he's very loving and he's very nurturing. And we keep the God at the center of our marriage and our family. And I hope uh, you get something out of this conversation. There'll be more to come. I'll be doing some uh, interviews with other people, more conversations. Sometimes I'll just be, it'll just be me. But with that, may you overcome and move forward in life with reckless abandonment. Thank you. Thank you.